another episode of Younger by the Minute. I am your host, Jamie Spicer. I am with my lovely co-host, Jennifer Spicer, and we are actually going to focus on detoxing today. I think it's perfect timing considering right in the middle of summer and what does everybody need to do after a harsh weekend? Detox. Detox. <laughs> well, and also it goes in line with our specials at Precision Fitness and Medical Spa. And even if you're not local, I hope that what we discussed today is going to help you figure out ways to detox. And also, if you can't afford our services, I really hope that this helps you learn how to detox because it is an issue. And the body is honestly having a harder time as we evolve as humans because our environment's just getting worse and worse. But right. And I will say that, you know, we do work virtually with clients all over the United States, all the way into Europe with nutrition planning and exercise planning. So we can help you virtually, even if you're not in the St. Louis area. And uh, precision medicine in certain states. Correct. So, and for those that don't know, precision medicine is not just a branch of medicine that we've named after our company. It's actually a new phrase that's being used, which is amazing is it works with our company, but it's precise medicine for the individual. It's kind of like the newest and greatest, latest trend of age management, preventative health and all of that. I know we like to pave the way, but I don't think we knew 10 years <laughs> ago that we were paving the way that much. No, because even now it's precision Botox, precision filler. So. Right. So, you know, I have to say we're, we've been doing something right over the last. Well, you're the one that picked the name. So, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> God gave it to you. Right. <laughs> what can I say? Do you want to, I mean, so Jamie, everybody always talks about like, oh, do I need to go on a detox diet? And I mean, granted, yes, probably, but you know, or do I need to drink this tea or do I need to do this? You know, like, do I need to intermittent fast? And while yes, some people might need to really, I, the thing I always hear you say is the body is really good at detoxing itself. Well, you know, here's the facts. We detox and um, fast every single day. Now, what I mean is from the last time that you eat to the first time that you eat is, is a fast, right? And in that time frame, your body is detoxing. Now here's the catch. It all depends on how, what you put in your mouth and what, how you hydrate. Correct. So, yeah. you know, what I mean by that is, you know, you can do an eight hour fast. You can do a 10 hour fast. You can do a 12, 24, 36, 48, 72 hour fast. Right. And yes, they absolutely do have their benefits, but here's the deal. If you're going to eat like a trash panda, in those hours of times that you give yourself the ability to eat, all those benefits of fasting are gone. Um, lowering down your A1C, increasing your growth hormone levels, detoxing the body, your methylation path pathways are getting uh, messed up. Your hormone um, are, are getting messed up. So again, you know, it, it's yes, it is important to, to fast. Um, and again, like I said, we do fast on a daily basis. But what's more important is during those hours of time, whether you eat from uh, six in the morning until seven at night, whether you eat from 11 in the morning to six at night, it all depends on the quality of food that you put in your mouth and that you're hydrating with water, not diet soda, not regular soda, not um, diet soda drinks. Um, even I'll go as far as like adding Mio, Crystal Light. You know, we want water. You can do some green teas um, or regular teas. You can do some black coffee um, that can replace some of the fluids, about 12 to 16 ounces of the water intake that you would do. But again, the main source of 
of fluid that you want to be bringing in is water. Well, and let's be clear, it needs to be filtered water. Um, and just like with your food, you need to really invest in where you get your food from, because if your food is poor quality or if it's mass produced, it's going to be riddled with cortisol as well as other toxic things from whatever the animals have eaten. And same with vegetarians and vegetables. I mean, pesticides are a big thing. And so, you know, a lot of times, unfortunately, you might think you're eating healthy by eating fruits and vegetables, but you're eating things that really aren't fruits and vegetables. That are covered in pesticides. So, you know, or like not even their GMO. Right. And, you know, when you talk, when you talk about the quality of meat, you know, when you look at the FDA defines grass fed as it has to be grass fed up until the point it can be grain finished. So if you really want a true grass fed beef, then you need to make sure it's grass fed from the time it started until it's butchered. So grass fed, grass finished is the big thing on that side of it. So. Um, Well, and then you mentioned methylation and you're following my footsteps of talking probably over what people Mm. understand. And so methylation is, it's a very important part of the detoxification process and it's vital to the functioning of the body. And certain people, most people, if you were to Google it, they're going to say 60 to 70% of people, but I can tell you from how many labs we do here, it's, it's more than that. Um, Almost everybody has what we call an MTHFR mutation. And there, I don't want to get too far into it, but if you have an MTFR, MTF, yeah, MTHFR genetic mutation, or you have made your gene dirty by, you know, the environment, food, stress, all of that. Alcohol. Yeah. Whatever it may be. Either way, if it's not functioning the way that it needs to, then it's not going to allow your body to detox the way that it needs to. And it just, it creates other issues. So. And, I, and I think we can speak pretty clearly on that one because me and you both have Correct. different genes of that one. Yes. And what people don't realize is when you have that gene or when you make that gene dirty, or when you just eat like a trash panda and don't take care of yourself or stay, you could actually even eat very well, but be under extreme stress and be super, you know, stressed out all the time or living in a very polluted city all that lack of detoxification causes things later on in life that affect your brain and cause chronic inflammation. They can cause cancer. It's just, it starts to build up and the body cannot handle it anymore. It's called, you know, you have a toxic load point and, you know, unfortunately COVID's even kind of stimulated that even more, but I wanted to get into the science a little bit to help people understand how the body detoxifies itself. You know, you have your organs of excretion, you have your kidneys, your GI tract, you have your skin, and uh, am I missing here? Liver, liver, kidneys, GI tract, and skin. So you know your kidneys are going to filter things out like urea through urine. Your liver does it by way of phagocytosis, which is actually just eating waste and then excreting it. Your skin is going to excrete sweat. You know the lymphatic system is kind of like a trash collector; it collects dead waste and then it sends the toxins towards the subclavian veins, and then it's eliminated through sweat, urine, and the bowels. And then obviously your GI tract is going to eliminate it through your bowels, and then honestly your lungs—they excrete carbon dioxide, which is you know not good. And when you don't breathe as well, or like with the whole thing with COVID and all of this stuff, or just anyone, we are in such a fight or flight state here in this country and we're not fully breathing in and out. So when you take full deep breaths and you allow your body to actually have full respiration, you're getting more oxygen into the body and you're excreting the CO2 out of the body, which is really important for detoxification. It's also really good for a bunch of other things, which I'll talk about later. Right. And it's funny because you brought up, you know, bowel movements is a big one and it's amazing to me on how many people, when I meet with them on a consultation, 
that they think it's normal not to go every day. You know, they're going every third, fourth or fifth day. I actually just worked with a very good friend of ours um, on that process. When I first started taking over his nutrition plan, we got him going to the bathroom frequently and you could see a major change in his skin, but also in his waistline. It was pretty immediate. Um, it took about four or five days for us to get it back up to where it was functioning right. But once we got him going to, going every day again, he is, he said his energy levels was up. I mean, just everything changed for him in the positive. Well, and let's talk about that. I know we've talked about it before, but when you're not going and you have gut dysbiosis of any kind, whether you have chronic diarrhea or you're chronically constipated, IBS would be a great word to talk about um, because when you don't eliminate waste properly, things like estrogen get recirculated. So there's a very high trend of what we see here in our office. And we don't even have, I, I mean, we have a practice, but, and it's a big practice, but this area of our practice is new is PCOS and endometriosis. And that's because of increased estrogen. We are all now so estrogen dominant because of the plastics we're exposed to the, the chemicals we're exposed to the foods that we might be eating. Um, you know, and then honestly gut dysbiosis, which means just honestly, then, you know, your gut's not working very well. So you have to excrete, you have to excrete waste or it's going to build up. And, and then it's just really not good. And then, you know, to talk about more about that, the inflammation, I mean, right. inflammation is huge. And if you're not going, then you're holding onto toxins, which is causing inflammation. And then it's cyclical. Right. And then, you know, you're holding water weight, mm -hmm. which is going to drive you crazy on the scale right. because, you know, the scales up three or four pounds, it's only down two or three pounds, and then it's back up and it's back and forth. Um, you know, and that can be related to stress too, but you know, we're just going to stay focused on the, the body's ability to detox. Oh, but wait, stress makes the body have issues detoxing because when you're in fight or flight, it's a cascade of not being able to work as properly. But Correct. Go ahead. No, I was, no, you're leading into what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> so no, you're good. You know, sometimes we take each other's words, but you know, and then also, you know, we talked about the skin. Um, a funny story about this was, you know, I ended up going to this SIBO practitioner course. What and is, what is SIBO? SIBO is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. It's basically the root cause of the majority of issues that people have GERD, IBS, acid reflux, leaky gut. There, you know, doctors are always treating the symptom, but not the cause. They're not getting to the root cause or just treating the symptom. Not so, all. not all. Not Dr. Becky. Not Dr. <laughs> Becky, our medical director, but there are a fair amount of them that are out there. And I'm not knocking doctors on this because sometimes they just lack the education on it. But, you know, I'll pick on, um, I'll pick on IB, um, IBS, I'll pick on acid reflux. You know, that is a sign of low stomach acid. And what are they going to give them? They're going to give them protein pump inhibitors to lower down stomach acid. Which is like Pepsid and stuff like that. Right. So what we actually need to do, and we lose hydrochloric acid in the stomach as we age. So and it's, stress and then diet, right? And alcohol, right? Okay. So, you know, all that can suppress that down. So you're kind of washing that stomach acid out of the stomach, even to the point to where if you're consuming a lot of water when you eat, you're diluting down the stomach acid with water, which is why you will end up having acid reflux, or you're having a hard time breaking down um, heavier meats like red meat when you eat. So the key would, on that would be is to sip water lightly as you as you eat and then wait 10 to 15 up to 20 minutes 
after you eat before you start water consumption again. I remember I was doing that. I didn't realize that I was right. doing that. Yeah, because basically you're just basically drowning out the acid in the stomach. That acid is needed to break down proteins, fats, and carbs within and the bacteria. stomach. And of course, the, the back, bacteria. Now, you need a good amount of gut flora in the stomach. Right. But if you're diluting everything down through stress, through alcohol, through poor food choices, through soda or um, like meal and stuff like that, all that stuff has an impact. And at some point, it's a boiling point for the, for the body and it can't handle it anymore, which is what you're talking about, the toxic load on the body. The body has a point to where it just says, I'm out, I'm done. Well, and we all have bacteria in our body and on our body, but what happens when something starts to, when bacteria starts to create uh, Great, wreak havoc is when it's in now in an area it shouldn't be. So the stomach, the hydrochloric acid in the stomach is so acidic to kill things. And so when you don't have the acid, then those things now enter the small intestine and that's not where it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be there. And then it starts to overgrow and then you've got yeast and then you've got all this other stuff. And then that's actually going to go further down into the large intestine. And so a lot of times when you have Crohn's, IBS, like you said, things like that, it's actually because of, because of SIBO. Right. But so, not to, I just wanted them to know what that was. Right. So again, back, I was taking this course and we had to do this face mapping and I was really excited about it because I learned a lot on it. And I came back and told, told you about it. And you're like, yeah, I've been doing that for years, which completely popped my balloons. But well, that's because an esthetician is a skin expert. <laughs> so face mapping is looking at the skin because like we said, it's an organ of excretion that's going to show things. So why don't you tell them what you learned? So your organs will basically give you the signs through your face mm -hmm. is the big thing. So like an example is um, your colon can express itself through your cheeks and through your chin. More your, like the corners of your mouth. Right. The kidney and uh, kidney bladder could be your chin. Um, your gallbladder could be the, the, the top of your forehead. Also the middle of your, like your T-zone is your wine and dine. Right. So like liver and, and gallbladder. Stomach, kidney, liver could be under eyes. Especially so, the heart. Especially the heart. Stomach would be your cheekbones on the side. So, And then hormones is your jawline. So I see a lot of, and women, you probably have seen this, but hormones is definitely indicative of, of acne in the jaw. And not only that, chicken skin or keratosis pilaris, which is the bumps on the back of the arm, you know, that can be caused, you were telling me that can be caused by a thyroid issue. A, yeah, um, hyperthyroidism. Could be an issue with that. Hyper or hypo? Hypo, sorry. No good, I'm bad because I was thinking my mom has that and my mom has subclinical hypothyroidism. So I was like, well, maybe, maybe I missed something there. Um, you know, and other signs that your face is going to show is like puffy eyes, but back to the keratosis pilaris, you know, people do have bumps on their skin. Yeah. And that is affected by the level, level of fatty acids in the diet, especially vitamin A. So again, getting up your omegas, your your fish oils, um, your vitamin A is going to be really important to prevent that. Um, and that's interesting. I didn't actually know that. So you did teach me that. I just knew that Tom's of Maine lavender soap is what they told us in uh, aesthetic school. And it was funny when you're an esthetician, I mean, you learn what's going on, but you can't always fix it because you're, you know, you don't have the credentialing yet. And now I do, which is cool. And then also, you know, we have access to a great brand of supplements made by a mentor of ours, Dr. De Silva, and that's common sense. And now our estheticians are able to kind of give people what they need. 
Another thing I want to tell people when you're looking at your face, if you have those little um, deposits underneath your eye, kind of where the skin starts to change kind of at the natural groove, that's actually indicative of high cholesterol. Right. And I know that here's another tip for people. Like if you're having a hard time digesting any of your supplements, like any of them are causing issues, that is a dead sign that you have a gut issue. Right. Actually, one of our... so. One of our employees wanted, she's been on Pepsid forever. She's trying to get off of it. Um, she, she was having an issue with the digestive enzymes because she knows she has a, you know, gallbladder thing going on and our digestive enzyme has bile salts in it. So when she was taking it, it was making her uh, nauseous. So Dr. De Silva actually said to stop it and then, you know, just take the probiotics, the belly buddies that he makes. And then, so you got to fix the gut first. And honestly, fixing the gut first is really the way to go with pretty much any, anything in my opinion, because if the gut isn't right, you know, if your hormones are out of whack and you're wanting to go on hormones or whatever that may be, if the gut isn't correct, the liver is not going to be correct. Everything's not going to be correct. You've got to get the gut health right first. And especially like you always preach gut health first before for weight loss. It's you know, gut health. You got to start with the gut first. And I will say that if you're going to an HRT clinic and they're not discussing nutrition or have uh, a registered dietitian on board to help with that, I personally wouldn't work with that facility because they're just, again, fixing the symptom, not the cause. Right. Yeah. You know, and if they're not doing a full diligence on their, on blood work, like pulling all the correct panels to diagnose you correctly, if they're just pulling total testosterone, but they're not pulling free testosterone, DHEA, vitamin D, um, cholesterol, cholesterol, they're not getting a full thyroid. They're not, especially, you know, T3, reverse T3, TSH, T4, ferritin levels. They're not getting a full clinical picture to diagnose you correctly and figure out what is the, the correct treatment plan to put you on in the first place. And if you're just going to continue to eat like a trash panda, that you're, you're not going to get the results you want out of that HRT program. And you're just going to end up spending a lot of money and you could actually put yourself at more risk with with a higher hematocrit levels and other issues that could arise from that situation. Well, and like you said, you're not fixing the cause. So they might have a false feel better in the beginning, but then in addition, you know, for example, we had a patient come over, he wanted to go to a men's clinic and he, he didn't, um, but he actually had full metabolic syndrome. And now we've cleaned up his, that is gone and his hormones are through the roof and he's almost 50 years old and he's not, he's still not even on actual testosterone yet. So right. it's, it's really impressive when you get the body working optimally. And, you know, I used to not know how to eat. I thought I was eating right, you know, and like, I would think I was eating healthy and I would have protein bars and all that. And I'm not knocking protein bars, but you really just, you will, but still, (laughs) you really just want to get back to the basics and cook your own food if you can, or have someone healthy cook your food, because it's just really important. We, the, the protein start to denature, the body can't recognize processed foods. So just back to whole foods. Right. And, you know, and speaking of the MTHFR gene, you know, we've seen it with um, female clients of ours that have come over from other HRT clinics that are being prescribed sipinate injections mm-hmm. that they can't methylate that properly. And it starts to build up and store in the liver. Yeah. And then it's all of a sudden, you know, they're in a range for six to eight weeks. You know, they can go from a low range of, say, 12 to 15 up in the 60 to 80s. But then when they get retested in 90 days, now they're in the three, 350 range. Um, and they're way too high because they never test it again. It's, it's about pulling the proper blood work to get the, get the full clinical picture about what, what you're getting ready to give that client. Is it the best treatment protocol for them? 
if they don't possess the knowledge, again, I turn around and walk out the door. Well, right. And also like, if they're not, you know, you have to really make sure that people are looking at everything properly. For example, like, you know, we even, Dr. Becky just taught me about uric acid and she's been asking us to pull uric acid levels. Well, like I was talking about uric acid is, is excreted through the kidneys. And if you're not functioning properly, you know, by being overweight and having acid rich foods or fatty liver disease, like if you have all those things, like you and Hannah, our registered mm. dietitian talk about how many people have fatty liver disease. And my point is, is if something in there isn't work, working properly, you might think that you're feeling better at first. You might make some progress, but at the end of the day, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, the liver is another big thing that I think is a very, is one of probably the most abused organs in the body. And I think that's really big and um, to stay on top of. Um, I know with one of my treatment protocols that I work with people, especially going through this summer is I will either use liver cleanse by common sense or triphase by by common sense and i'll have them take that for 48 to 72 hours after the weekend it just helps them get back into a methylation methylation process quicker and detox out those organs faster so their body can be more efficient with their food and absorb the nutrients that they are after a weekend like the fourth of july right and so like i just want to let's recap of what can what can cause things so mthfr can cause it, um, you know, poor nutrition, poor gut health, mold exposure, exposure to toxic chemicals, because again, the body's already trying to work on filtering that out. And if you're doubling down on being toxic, it's just going to blow up lack of sleep. And then certain surgeries like liposuction can actually disrupt, um, the lymphatic system. So you're going to have to need to work on that signs and symptoms of having, you know, detox dysfunction would be looking at your face, the face mapping keratosis pilaris, which is the bumps on the back of the arm, puffy eyes, dark circles, acidity, bloating, inflammation, um, poor GI elimination. So if you're not going, you know, at least once a day, probably twice a day, fatigue, concentration issues. And then let's talk about ways to help. So obviously diet, obviously, like you said, the triphase and, um, liver cleanse and then drinking water, preferably filtered water. I also, we both enjoy drinking a glass of warm lemon water because that right. stimulates the gut and also gets up the stomach acid in the stomach, which is a twofold, but then like we talked about exercise and sweating, getting your body to sweat is important. So saunas, preferably inf infrared saunas. And then lymphatic drainage massage, which is a special massage to help the lymph. It's very soft touch and it helps because the lymph vessels are very close to the surface of the skin. Um, and then, like I said, deep breathing exercises, that's going to help regulate gut dysbiosis by helping the vagus nerve. It's also going to help oxygenate the body, excrete the CO2. In addition, it helps with um, positive mindset, which is important in stress reduction and because like I said, when the body's in flight or fight, it cannot, it cannot properly work. Um, and then detoxing, Jamie, what are the benefits of having a body that properly detoxes? Um, obviously weight loss, weight loss, um, clarity, focus. And there's one thing I'll talk about real quick before we go down. This is the ability to detox hot, cold transition showers. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's going to help with lymphatic system. Yeah, that's a rapid way to detox. I know like when we were down in, was a Cabo or where we were at, where they had the, the dry sauna, cold plunge, oh, yeah, ste uh, steam sauna, we cold plunge. Over. Yeah, we were home over like crazy. <laughs> but, you know, within 20 minutes of after doing that, we were right back to normal. So that's a that's a rapid, rapid way to detox quickly is not everybody can afford a cold plunge tank or an infrared sauna. But all you have to do is 
You can do uh, one minute of a hot shower, one minute cold, back to one, and do that for five to ten minutes. It's in, it's incredible, and it, it but it shunts all of your blood to the center of your body, and then when it's cold, and then when it's hot, it flushes it. So it's right. causing your lymphatic system, your blood, your circulation to detox. And it strengthens your vagal nerve. It does, and it's really good for your mind, honestly. Right. Um, and all of this is going to support your immune system, weight loss. It's going to slow aging, decrease inflammation, protect the brain, mm. heart, other organs, improve hormone function and fertility. Right. And you were, you nailed it when we were saying, what are the benefits of it? Clarity, your ability to think clearly throughout the day, to be, a, to be productive throughout the day. You know, I ask clients all the time, like, you probably wouldn't show up to work hungover every day because you would not be productive and you would be unclear and not thinking through and, and making a lot of mistakes. So you can literally be that unclear and unproductive by food choices too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, now that you've honestly, you were the first one to really clean me up, you know, dietary wise. And I had no idea how toxic I really was, but now it's like, I, I will get a food hangover. I yep. mean, lack of sleep and poor food will make me feel just as bad as alcohol. Um, mm. but I, and I love IV therapy. We offer it here. If you ever have the ability to do it, it's, it's an amazing tool because if you do have MTHFR, you're not really going to be able to absorb it, um, through oral or even. So the, the bigger ones you were saying is, uh, B12 is a big one. You can't absorb vitamin D is sometimes not absorbable. Uh, well, yeah. And then glutathione needs to, you have to get glutathione because that's going to help protect the brain and everything else when it comes, if you have poor methylation, but B12, we have a methyl support. You can absorb methylated B12, which just means it's Correct. already broken down a little bit right. in folic acid. Right. And NAC was a big one because it was the precursor to glutathione, but the FDA. No, it's back. Is it back? It's back. Oh, <laughs> look at that. They smartened up. <laughs> Look at FDA, that. I have an acronym for FDA, but I don't want to get us in trouble. So ah, screw <laughs> Well, um, but so, yeah, I mean, honestly, one thing that you could do really well for your body is, is detox. And then just make sure that whatever you decide, whatever you try, decide to consume, whether what you, th the thoughts you think, what you put in your mouth, the water you put in your mouth and what you watch on TV and on your phone, that's all going to help a positive mindset. And you can actually detox from, from just bad news. Right. And here's the deal. You only get one body mm -hmm. to live in. It's not a car. You can't go trade it in when you want it, when it's beat up and tired and you want a new one to say it's not a house, can't upgrade. You only get one body, one shot. I suggest you take care of it the best that you can in the time frame that you can. Yes. I forgot to mention something. Another way that people don't realize that they're getting toxins in their body is what you put on your skin. Um, you know, the, the skincare that you use, the body lotion you use, what you use in the shower, what you use for laundry detergent, please make wise choices there because you will build up toxins because of those things. Don't be a cheap ass on products and food and supplements when it comes to treating your body. Yeah. And I understand that everybody's pocketbook is different, but definitely just choose differently because in the end, one way or another, you're going to pay for it 100%. or then 100%. Well, I hope you enjoyed this and I hope you guys learned some tips on how to detox, whether you want to do it at home or in, in an office, but thank you for listening to another episode of younger by the minute. I am Jennifer Spicer. And I'm Jamie Spicer. And have a great one. Happy morning.